I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Harvest Festival, it's a time when we give thanks to God for his goodness to us. And of course it's right to thank him for this harvest. Of course there are problems facing the farming community. The impact that we're having on the natural world is an undeniable fact. And yet the earth continues to provide. We are inspired to look at new and more sustainable ways to use the gift of creation. My friends, today there is a lot to give thanks for. But a little bit of background, this is the academic in me talking now. Harvest Festival Service stands in a long tradition for God's people. It goes back some 4,000 years. In the ancient Judaic custom, there were actually three important festivals that went along this line. First festival, you all know it, Passover. It was usually held in the April of each year, at the beginning of the harvest. It reminded the ancient Jewish people of their escape from Egypt under Moses. Second festival was the Feast of Weeks, or Harvest, where the Jews gave thanks to God for their crop. This festival generally occurred at the end of a barley harvest. And the third festival was the Feast of the Tabernacles, which occurred after the grape and grain harvest was over. These three festivals reminded those people of God's blessing upon them. And that's what I wanted us to think about today. You see, harvest, at its core, is about blessing. It's about thanking God for our blessings. Be them a harvest in the sense of the wonderful donation we received in church. Or be them the blessings that we carry in our lives. In his letter to Timothy, St. Paul talks about him, he's chained like a criminal for preaching about Jesus. And yet he says, I shall endure everything for the sake of the elect. There's that word, elect. Elect not in the sense of a politician may be elected, but in the sense of those who choose to follow Jesus, who elect to follow him, to make that choice. So Paul continues, he says that they may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Stakes couldn't be higher here really, could they? He's willing to suffer so that the word of Jesus may be told, so that others can receive the same blessing he has received in the salvation given through Christ. He's willing to share the harvest of the word, the blessings of the word, with any, even to the point of imprisonment and, as we know, beyond. And our gospel reading talks about the ten lepers healed by Jesus. What a blessing. Leprosy is not something to laugh at. And ten of them have got it. All ten of them are healed. 100% perfect record. And only one returns to say thank you. Only one is grateful for the help he received from the Lord. And the sad fact is we see this repeated today. So many of us will have done good deeds and received no thanks. 
As Christians today, we can still suffer imprisonment as St Paul did in some parts of the world, particularly, of course, in the Far East, China, for example. And let's not forget that in the Church of Mars lectionary, today's Homelessness Sunday, Safeguarding Sunday, it's the start of Prisoners Week. As St Paul was a prisoner, as the lepers in the Gospel were prisoners of their condition, so we remember those who are prisoners today. Those who are wrongdoers and imprisoned for such. We pray the Holy Spirit will help them see their actions and help them have the courage to put it right. Those who are imprisoned by abuse and those safeguarding officers that step forward to shepherd their brothers and sisters, we pray for their freedom, for peace, strength and courage for those who protect. And of course there is the imprisonment that homelessness can bring. An imprisonment of poverty, of isolation, of loneliness. We pray again for peace, for help, for relief of those imprisoned by the shackles I just mentioned. And so my brothers and sisters, what does all of this have to do with harvest? Well, like we said at the start, harvest at its core, it's a chance to thank God for our blessings. While those blessings may be an abundant crop like we've received today, a good friend, money, good health, a life free from illness, a stable home, family, food on the table, a warm bed, the ability to live freely without fear or abuse, the freedom to gather together to worship our Holy Father. Some of these things I've just listed we take for granted. I think I'm a little more guilty of that than most. We don't see our blessings until they are shown to us as such. And some of us in this room will have had to have lived without those things at one time or another. And like St Paul says, with his sight, we see those blessings for what they are. It was only after he was blinded did he see. So let's take a moment today, my friends, to look at the blessings that we have in this world, the harvest that we have in our own life, the harvest that we share as Christians, the continual assurance of the immortal, everlasting, love of our Father, a Father who forgives all transgressions if we just repent, the continual and everlasting love of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is open to all who will just accept Him. And so to close, my friends, we have blessings. We have blessings all around us every day. It's our responsibility to reap the harvest of our lives and then to share that with those around us.